Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott. Joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, something did the rounds across the weekend in regards to Xbox's Game Pass. And I saw a number of blue-ticked individuals over on Twitter saying that they're cancelling Game Pass, which led to a bunch of Twitter threads of other people saying, to be honest, I cancelled it months ago. To be honest, I'm also going to be cancelling it, leading to the uh, Game Pass, uh, what do you call it? Trending tag? Yeah, trending. trending. Hashtag trending Hashtag on trending. Twitter.com. Um, Leading to Game Pass trending on Twitter as a lot of other people sort of weighed in on the reality of the, let's say, the value proposition of Game Pass um, and whether or not people are going to stick around for it now that something like Starfield and Redfall have been um, delayed, let's say, into 2023. Now, I'm going to read out some different quotes because I think there's some good talking points here from the various um, figureheads that have weighed in. Um, and a lot of this was filed from Gene Park of the Washington Post's um, gaming writer who said, I'm unsubscribing from Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, for the first time ever. Got to admit to myself that I barely use it and barely have to any use for it right now. I was promised new exclusives every three months and we just don't have that. I played Trek to Yobi though, yay. <laughs> now, this is interesting in regards to the three month thing um, because it's not like Xbox got out there and promised there would be um, new first party exclusives every three months. However, uh, in June 2021, as part of their Game Pass press release, they did say, uh, with more than 23 studios worldwide creating games for Xbox, our goal is to release at least one new first party game into Game Pass every quarter. Then they go on to say role playing games, shooter, strategy titles, adventure and more are all being built by our first party teams to ensure there's a steady stream of compelling exclusive content yes. to explore. Now that's the thing, I mean, it's one of those things where it's not they're not promising it. No. It's very much what the service has been advertised as. There's a little bit of gray area there. Um, but before I bring more stuff in, what do you think? Scott, I mean, we're quite literally sat on a couch right now. Yes. But like figuratively, I'm on the fence because I do get <laughs> both sides. Like on the, on the one side, you know, with the um, delays that you mentioned, you know, Starfield, Redfall, with some disappointment perhaps mm. in Halo Infinite you know the first party output on Game Pass isn't where you want it to be it's certainly not the thing, not thing. every quarter um, big AAA exclusive mm. that they promised mm. uh, and from that perspective I could totally see someone just saying look what uh, what do I have this service for on the other hand, that's never really been what I got that service for. Well, what I got the service for was for, um, you know, backwards compatibility yeah, and so indies and stuff I might not really play it. Totally. So a lot of people weighed in here. Um, Gene Park also said, you know, the subscription model is a very risky business because although it's auto revenue, you do have to make sure people stick around. Tom's guys, Tony Polanco, weighed in saying Game Pass is a fantastic service, but my time is limited and I want to play AAA exclusives, not old titles in indies. MVG also came in and said, I dipped off Game Pass a few months ago and there's just nothing compelling 
storytelling there for me. And kind of funnies, uh, Paris Lily said that um, June 12th is going to be huge. June 12th being the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase. Yes. So they could turn a lot of stuff around. I'd be amazed if they said, here's a bunch of first party exclusives. Here's all the exclusives we were sitting on for no reason, but they're all going to come out now. Um, but overall, there's a lot of stuff to pick apart here. Like, like Josh just said, one of the reasons that you stick around and I still pay for Game Pass is the fact that it is a smorgasbord of indies. It's everything from Paradise Killer to Tunic to Trek to Yomi or whatever. I think that's worth in the UK £11 a month. Like, I would be buying those games anyway. So for me, yes. the, it's sheer. I'd be, like I said, I'd be paying that money anyway. So the value proposition is, is unreal for me, but it depends how much you think indie focused stuff can be a monthly service. Anyway. I think you've hit it on the head there, Scott Helper, because every single gaming fan is different. They yes. like what they like, their tastes differ, and you know why I am happy to pay the monthly subscription mm. to play, you know, Brothers in Arms and play <laughs> Tunic and stuff. A lot of people will be saying, well, where's the next Halo Infinite? Where's the next Forza Horizon? Even and that's I, totally, though. totally yeah. valid, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, the, the value proposition is there, but when you take it into its full context, mm. especially with the PlayStation Plus um, relaunch coming next month, mm-hmm. you know, incredibly, incredibly soon, I imagine a lot of people are kind of taking stock of the year and thinking, do I need this streaming service? Mm. What am I getting out of it? Because there aren't any first-party things on the horizon. There are competitors out there that might be doing it um, or might be giving me more than I want. Mm-hmm. You know, what is this offering me right now? And I do think the brass tax is stuff like indie, stuff like... Um, backwards compatibility mm. stuff yeah well the thing is in regards to exclusives as well like obviously PlayStation Plus's premium service is about to drop later this year um, and it's mentioned a lot in this thread a lot of people saying look I'm going to suspend Game Pass for a bit go across to PlayStation Premium and see what that thing is because um, at least that service comes with a whole bunch of you know current gen and last gen exclusives and that's just a bigger bulk of, of worthwhile content that you might want to get stuck into um, it is interesting um, overall that, that idea of you know like bulk versus like specific quality stuff like specific yeah. AAA, and, um, AAA titles or whatever and I feel like, you know, sort of now you've got more stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. But it's interesting. Gene Park even says, he's like, where was this energy when I um, said I was going to cancel Netflix? It's not like, you know, they're just, why can't we rotate through a bunch of different streaming services? And just because I'm gone off Game Pass now doesn't mean I'm not going to come back to it yeah. later. Um, which is a whole wider thing. I'm kind of curious what people think in regards to the amount of monthly services they have access to. Like, do you tend to have a handful of them? Do you sort of oscillate between two or three? Because um, it's very easy to end up signing up to 20 odd things, Josh Brown. I'm so and then, sorry. And then it's hard to manage all of them. So I think that it is interesting in that wider sense of being aware that you're thrown eight to ten pounds yes, at twenty separate things, and you think you're saving money, um, but when added up, you're not. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. 
With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, what culture gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. First off, I will never, you know, cancel that MGM subscription. <laughs> but secondly, I am a fool. Oh. And uh, just a, a person who shouldn't be in charge of his own finances, <laughs> evidently. But yeah, it is kind of that thing of, you know, I want to know the, um, you know, kind of consuming habits of mm. these streaming services. Mm. Is it the norm to pick up Game Pass when a big title drops and then play stuff around it? Yeah. Or is it just something that you're expected to keep and then enjoy the backlog of before you get that, um, you know, killer app that justifies your purchase? Mm -hmm. I, I and I honestly don't know. But We're it's in this weird. kind of like strange new world, Scott, especially mm. in the world of gaming, where you know you made a comparison to Apple TV, Netflix, and mm. all of that stuff, and the originals coming through uh, it, on that front. And mm. I think that that in the movie and TV space, it's more frequent. You know, you do right. get the Marvel shows every other month or whatever. Mm. You do get a lot of Netflix originals, mm. and clearly um, Game Pass and even maybe Sony's um, PlayStation Plus. Do you know what's hilarious? Don't have that. Well, I said The Mandalorian was the first thing to take off. It was WandaVision. I just, that's how utterly forgettable the rest of the MCU well, stuff has been yeah, 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 in yeah. my life, <laughs> just in general. Um, but yeah, they've had a few things that obviously have taken off, but that is always the quandary when it comes to balancing monthly um, service subscriptions. Like Gene Park says, they need to make sure that people are sticking around. Um, and that's just one for the comments. Do you think that Game Pass is worth keeping around for everything other than AAA or big old first party exclusives? Because that is just a brass tax thing that Xbox haven't delivered a whole swath of first party exclusives, even though obviously Halo's fine. Halo Infinite <laughs> plays incredibly well, but that thing is a bit of a mess, um, which is a whole other sort of conversation. And it's just, it's an interesting talking point. So I think um, as well, you've got the likes of Starfield and Redfall being delayed. So in terms of people maybe hanging on, thinking, well, I'm not going to go through the rigmarole of sorting my monthly direct debits out because I'll just sit with this service. Yeah. It's easier just taking over than going through all that stuff. And um, because the, the um, games are coming in the future, that's now not the case, at least for this year. So that might be the thing that push people over the edge. What would they need at the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase <laughs> 2022 to you 
like drive confidence back into Game Pass to be like, look, look I know we might not have had, we, we might not have hit this every three month mm. quarter, but this is what we have planned. Like, what do they need to come out and show? Oh my to, god! Like, get people back on board. If it's pie in the sky, yeah, if the you sky. eliminate dev time, then <laughs> some they need some meaningful expansion to Halo Infinite because right. we only got a couple of new maps for that. Um, you do some maybe some sort of campaign expansion that maybe ties in with the TV show. That thing's a whole thing in itself. But if you have some sort of single player expansion, some sort of a really sizable multiplayer expansion um, that feels premium that you're you know you could pay for maybe it's thirty pounds or something, but it is also on Game Pass. Mm. And they shadow drop something that's been mentioned for years, like Perfect Dark somehow real all along, even though that thing, if you look at the dev side of it, is barely holding together. Yeah. And um, the new Fable's actually real. The Forza reboot is real. Something that turns heads and is available if you buy. Game Pass. It's that sentence. Like, what are you getting if you buy Game Pass? Because right now you're getting a whole bunch of indie games, um, which are great. And, you know, if you stick around for another week, you'll get Sniper Elite 5, which is one of the most overlooked franchises in gaming. But they need those big head-turning things because assumedly going forward, although it won't be day one, Sony are going to be able to say Last of Us Part 3 or God of War Ragnarok is on PlayStation Premium Plus. Yes. And if you just subscribe, you'll get it. Like, that's the thing that they're going to be going up against. And that's a really hard thing to balance. Absolutely. Once Sony drops their service, uh, all focus, I think, is going to be on first parties because right mm. now, um, Game Pass can say it's the only place where you can play all of these Final Fantasy games, all of these Yakuza games. Yes. So, like, uh, a really... Um, reliable in, in a really reliable way in a really accessible way and for a good price but once Sony probably solidifies their PS Plus um, you know service mm -hmm. and they have those games to download as well and presumably get a bigger library that challenges um, Microsoft when it comes to like legacy content when it comes to third party franchise content mm. suddenly the focus is going to be right well who has the best first party stuff who has the best exclusives to hmm. their side and I know that the Sony stuff isn't going to come for a little while afterwards mm -hmm. but even then, you know, you're getting Returnal, you're getting Spider-Man Miles Morales, you're getting a lot of legacy stuff that is good value mm -hmm. IMO. That's another thing as well, is that it's fascinating because, you know, we before we were recording, we were just saying, look, it's obviously been a hellacious last couple of years. COVID gets in the way of game development yeah. or any remote um, project organization massively. It just drives a wedge between all those different things. And maybe that's why things have been delayed um, in regards to the Xbox first party stuff. However, they did make this statement in June 2021 in regards to, you know, we have 23 studios. They're all taking stuff over. And maybe there's the realities of how this project came together just has been messy, i.e. Perfect Dark. Um, but at the same time, they bought enough teams. Teams. That's it, yeah. Like, <laughs> bought up so much stuff and we're seeing less than ever from them. So I think um, my gut feeling is that nothing will be this year. It'll actually be next yeah. year. Um, I actually think, to be completely honest, that the Xbox Bethesda showcase, and I hope I'm wrong, um, will just be, here's another teaser for Elder Scrolls 6 to sort of get some social media cloud going. Um, and here's the here's some Starfield gameplay. Even though, like, it's, you know, it's coming, it's yeah. delayed, but this is what it's going to look like. Listen, I think you're right. I think next year is going to be the year where, where things kick back into game. Mm. Because like you said, you know, it's obviously been an incredibly difficult past couple of years in terms of game development, development specifically. Mm. A lot of titles have been pushed already. You know, 2023 is going to be as mad as February 2022 was, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> but, but that does mean that... We have this kind of like year blank and it's like we have to take into consideration do we want these services ticking over and costing us all of this money when we're not getting that for another mm. year and that's why i'm on the fence because i can totally see microsoft's side to be like look we've got all these studios but we've encountered all of these problems as well mm -hmm. then i can also see the consumer and fan side where they're like that is totally valid mm -hmm. but also i'm not just going to give you money for nothing well it's weird because they have so many months to fill in regards to let's say no big first party titles come out let's say god of war gets um, delayed or whatever um you have the rest of this year to fill in now what are you going to fill that time with are you how many different 
titles are you going to revisit? Is that are there things from past generations that you want to get back to? And if they identify that on the um, the Xbox and the Sony side, then that's a whole bunch of third party licensing agreements that now need to be put into place to make sure we have those catalogs of titles per month for the rest of this year. Now I yeah. think that's what Sony are doing anyway, um, considering how paltry the initial PlayStation Plus Premium. Uh, lineup is I think they've got big titles for the rest of this year but that then puts the impetus back on Xbox to be like look if we don't have the first party stuff we do have Brute Force or something from the original Xbox get to the gecko something that people would care about something that was on Xbox that was a big old deal I don't know Tao Feng Fist of the Lotus give me something that only three people will recognise Backyard Wrestling (laughs) something that was a big old deal um, that they can turn heads with on social media because they need to make up for the fact that the first party stuff isn't there still though whether that proposition is still worth paying the um, £11 a month in the UK is a whole other thing maybe some people just don't need games that much in this bulk approach and they're happy just waiting things out and playing something they actually bought from last year or something (laughs) Um, let us know what you think down in the comments below do you have Game Pass have you recently left Game Pass what are your thoughts on monthly subscription services and video games when those two things cross over for now I've been Scott from whatculture.com I've been Josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time bye bye goodbye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.